And we are live. Wrestle Purist Dynamite Review, Wrestle Purist Podcast, hosted by myself, Big AO, and Charlie. And uh, we've got quite a lot to get into today. Obviously, there's been the WWE releases, which are still ongoing. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe we've got to the PC releases now. There's been some main roster releases, been NXT releases. So, a lot of drama going on. And, of course, we're going to do our usual AEW Dynamite review, and we'll talk about a few other things as well. A lot to get into, like I said. First things first, please like, subscribe, super chat, any questions, any takes that you want to get into us, and we'll read them out. And uh, please turn on the post notifications. Hope everyone's doing good. Starting with my fellow co-hosts, Charlie. Quite a hectic day. How are you doing? It has been, yeah. No, I'm doing all right, doing all right. It's been a busy day. Enjoyed Dynamite last night. It was a really good episode. Uh, been unfortunate on Twitter. Obviously, you don't like seeing people lose their jobs, but just hope the best for the talent, and they can figure out what to do next. To be honest, yeah, it's all it's all we can do really is wish them the best and uh, try be as normal about it as possible. You know, yeah. some people get that's one of the worst things about the uh, the releases and stuff is that people get really weird about it. Like, oh, so and so's next. You know, it's like Jesus. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> so wishing these on the people. Why hasn't this person been fired yet? Then there's been like fake, there's been fake accounts of Sean yeah. Sapp tweeting that certain people have oh, been fired. There's a fake Russell Purist account. Um, yeah, it's just it just becomes a mess. The timeline does so mm-hmm. outside of the releases themselves, which are a bit of a bummer. It's got people just showing the rest. Account, like, I'm sure. I'm sure it frustrates you, Miles. But like, I'm, I'm flattered every time I see a fake one pop up because people are just like, we, people think we matter that much that they need to create an entirely new account and be like, I'm just going to impersonate these people so I can pretend I have a voice. Oh, thank you. That's that's sweet of you. What's the saying? What's the saying? It's like imitation is the greatest uh, form of flattery. The sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. Not for stuff like this, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for stuff like this. Um. But yeah, Ayo, how you doing? How you doing? Um, I'm good, man. I'm good. Ready to get into Dynamite. Enjoying it a lot. Um, top to bottom, in my opinion, that was easily the best Grand Slam they've put on yet. Last year was kind of stinky. Um, Grand Slam one, we had an all-timer match in, in Dragon mm-hmm. versus Omega. But mm-hmm. like um I like they also had like MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. on on, on that show. So it was just like I think I think last night was the most complete show that they've done yet in yeah. uh, Arthur Ashe. Enjoyed it a lot. I'd have to I'd have to go back and refresh my memory of Arthur Ashe one. Uh, Arthur Ashe two, I barely remember. So I guess that's kind of a There's nothing fucking there, bro. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's, uh-huh. that's kind of a testament to that's not a great thing. Basically, is what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> but yeah, AW Dynamite Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe last night in New York. Moved a lot of late tickets. A lot of like a lot of uh, big media push in the last few days. MJF, Tony Khan, um, a few of us, uh, of course, of course. A lot of wrestlers getting around doing the media rounds, and it seems to have worked. Look, man, Obviously. I said I said the tickets would fly. Monty ain't believe, but God did. Monty said, "Y'all, y'all remember?" See, what, now you've got. Now, now, now I was gonna. Ago. Hold on, Monty. Hold on, Monty. I was gonna. You said they wouldn't even get eight thousand people in that stadium. I can't remember if we were live or not for that conversation. No, oh, we probably live. was. We probably we was. But now, now you've came at you've came at me with this energy. I know. I wasn't even gonna bring up this fact of the matter, but look, there was, there was quite there was a fair few comps given out. Hey, but and, um, what's in seats? 
Honestly, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah, TK, TK cares. You came at me. You came at me. I'm not even going to bring up the comps. I was just going to be like, you know, then Nini got to 10K. Well done to them. I know this fence stands not bringing up paper tickets. I'm not, bro. I'm not. I'm not a fan of any. Com- I'm not a fan of any company. Um, I'm in the middle, bro. You know, I'm in the middle. I'm mutual, mutual party. You know, mutual. that's what no, I've got to do. Honestly, buy one get one free. Um, paper tickets. Honestly, like AW, they need to worry about getting like bus and seats right now. Yeah, all this gate nonsense that TK's like so obsessed with. I guess I, I get that he's a number guy, bro. But these gates are little peanuts to the TV deal coming up, bro. Like, mm-hmm. so make the TV experience as awesome as possible for the people at home because they're the ones driving your business. You're about to get a bill or something that's about to round up to a bill. So why are you worried about getting a $500,000 gate on a random dynamite? They gotta be getting a bill. Like, they gotta be getting a billion, bro. So after, after today, it kind of, it was like, it almost guaranteed it to me as yeah. like, as a fan who knows nothing about game. these things, you know, as a yeah. fan just on the outside who doesn't really know these things, it's seeing SmackDown get a five-year $1.4 billion deal mm-hmm. made me think, Surely, AEW with Dynamite, Collision, Rampage, yeah. other contents that you can explore with it, the backlog, everything. Yeah, like, surely, yeah. all that in a neat package yeah, is worth at least a billion. If SmackDown by itself, just that two hours, yeah, is worth 1.4. Like, geez, are, you, are you surprised crazy, SmackDown's man. off uh, network television, Monty? Not really. The uh, the Fox deal, it's been reported a couple of times throughout the deal that they're not, you know, they're not exactly ecstatic with it. It never got to the point where it was like, oh my God, Fox hate WWE, yeah. but it, you was never getting reports like, Fox are over the moon, Fox are great. Right, right. It was, I guess they were expecting a little bit more, you know. I think the number that was reported that Fox thought they would get weekly was around like 3 million. Because the debut was around, was like around four something. And they thought it would settle at three, and it, obviously that just didn't happen. Well, you know, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of Vince McMahon damage yeah. <laughs> in, in that, that first couple of years. Literally, the first show that you just mentioned, the Kofi Brock Lesnar squash thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Vince was Vince was running rampant then times. You know, <laughs> it's almost surprising that that version of Vince McMahon got WWE on Fox. To be honest, but. You know, uh, Fox wanted to take the gamble, and it clearly they weren't uh, too happy with they with what they got back from it. But like I said, I think AEW, judging off that USA SmackDown deal, like surely AEW all together, you got you got to be looking at around a billion. Um, yeah, yeah, Dynamite Grand Slam, Arthur Ash, around about ten k people in there. A lot of late tickets move. God bless. And we opened with. Some just a beautiful bit of business, great bit of business. A match that I thought had the most hope going into the yeah. um, going into the show. Like, of course, you know, MJF is defending the world title against Samoa Joe, a big star. Like, that's a big match, and it was worthy of the occasion, absolutely. But even still, just Eddie Kingston versus Samoa versus Claudio Castanola, title versus title in New so, York. You know, the stage was set, and they even done a really great job of opening the show and setting the stage of this yeah. being just big fight feel, you know, Claudio walking to the ring and <laughs> give you give Wheelie you a little shot first, but you know, you see him backstage <laughs> working out. He's got his Ribera jacket on. 
He's in the green, maybe hinting at Masawa. Mm. And, you know, you you see Eddie's. He's getting fired up by his people. He's in his black and yellow of Kawada, of course. And, like I said, big fight field. The stage is set. And, um... I was just the homicide wasn't there, bro. I was that would have been basic. <laughs> I always pop for homicide, you know. Always. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been no. We had Ian Riccoboni on commentary. Pop for that. that. Was he, that was uh, he was taking like a school class or something, you know, like he, he doesn't do Yeah, He was literally like mid class, had to dip out of his class, commentated on this <laughs> Claudia versus Eddie match and dip back outside <laughs> on his laptop. I knew it wasn't the usual commentary team because I heard someone make a reference to the G1. So I was just like, okay, they've definitely got someone else on commentary for this match. So it makes yeah, sense. I love, I Ian Rick. Uh, I love Rick Abani, man. I think he's awesome. So he's yeah. Uh-uh. No, just the, makes, that, that's sort of, that ring of honor feel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they had a really great match and it was engaging throughout and he just made you. Like even Eddie, when he's just selling, like the little things that he does, just, you yeah. know, just little just mannerisms that he has, like there's always something to be engaged with, whether it's Eddie's selling to Eddie's fired up comebacks or the hope spots or just Claudio in general being like a dismissive piece of shit, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, it was just a great match. The backdrop driver on the ramp. Um, so good. <laughs> Did you, uh, I don't know if you guys, was you guys watching Picture and Picture, Charlie? I'd assume you was, because yeah. obviously you've got the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the first Picture and Picture, Claudio is getting all this heat, you know, just yeah. by being, a, just, they missed so much. I think that might have been the Marks match, actually. I can't remember. Hey, it might have been Claudio versus Eddie. What was the, what was the match that had the pole driver in Picture and Picture? That was the Bro, well, they all up. wrestled like crazy during the pictures, <laughs> so it's hard to know. I we need remember. more of it. We need more yeah. of it. I hate when you'll be they watching AEW or even WWE. Yo, they, they really don't let up. Yeah, they really don't let up in the picture. picture. Which yeah, I Mark's enjoy. Match. Mark's match. But I just feel like just wrestling your ass up, just save the spots, bro. Like a pile mm-hmm. driver, that's on TV. Like, y'all gonna throw like bombs at each other. That's a different thing. Yeah, Eddie shows great fireballs being worked over, great comeback spots. Cody Claudio is just obviously amazing. And um Eddie, he used the power bomb to get the finish, you know, he the power the bomb, bomb that he promised Kawada that you'd use to defeat Claudio. Mm-hmm. Uh nice little touch there. And yeah, one, two, three. Eddie, double champ, two belt Eddie. Two belt Eddie. Cool. Wins the ROH world title for the first time, retains his New Japan strong open weight title. Beautiful moment. And just, it was my honest match of the night, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Especially on rewatch as well. It was just, the whole match, the whole the pacing of it, never, like I said, it was engaged the whole time. Mm-hmm. I care about the characters a lot. And they both played the roles perfectly. Um, and it was the right finish. There's a lot of people who were worried about Eddie maybe losing, but, yeah, nah. I love this match. I, I, I never thought for a second that Eddie I was never thought Eddie match. was losing. Like even even the New Japan booking inside, it was just like, why book this match for Eddie to lose? What what yeah. purpose does that serve? Like the BCC are tweeners. Danielson's talking about actually we're not tweeners, we're good guys, but on TV they're tweeners. Mm-hmm. Why why would Claudio beat Eddie again and then do it in New York? Why would Eddie lose yeah. again? And especially in New York, this didn't make it doesn't make any sense. Like even if you have the most like. 
don't know. Maybe Vince McMahon would do it if he had the book. Fucking, I think I Athena versus Willow scarred some people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Athena versus Willow and then Mark Mark uh, Briscoe versus Joe. I think I think it broke some people's brains. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> a weird one two punch yeah. with the Ring of Honor belts as well, you know. Yeah. But yeah, great match, wasn't it, Charlie? You enjoy it? I did. I loved it. I I was. It did make me a little bit nervous that they put it on first because I was just like, oh shit, are they opening with this because of like the feel good moments being saved for MJF at the end of the show? But no, Eddie won, and it was great. And I don't know. I just loved this match, and like it was even better on rewatch. Like the repeated like spinning back fists that Eddie was doing, and then like the Kawada bomb. It was just. Oh, this was like the perfect second match in AEW forums. So I'm glad they did it at Grand Slam. It was the perfect place to do it. Yeah, I loved it. I'd put it. I'd even put it on par with the first match that they did on yeah. pay per view, which was absolutely tremendous. Uh, good bit of business, AR. Love that match, bro. When 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 Cardi just started eating those chops and walking mm-hmm. into them, and and, and I, I remember saying this on uh, on Twitch last night. Nobody walks into Eddie's chops. Like this is not a thing that happens. Like, I think maybe Suzuki did, but other than that, nobody walks into Eddie's shops. But Claudio just kept walking into him, walking into him. And he was like, all right. Eddie was like, fuck this. They just punched him in his shit, bro. I <laughs> popped so wild, man. I love that match. Uh, it, it was great. Like you said, like, the selling, Claudio being a piece of shit. Like, Eddie just being, like, Eddie, like, desperately trying to get the dog. And then finally going over the home. Like, I remember yeah. Full Gear 2022. I think it was the match with Jericho where they were doing that storyline where they're like Eddie will never win the big one, never win the big one, mm-hmm. never win the... and they were just talking about matches. Like they weren't even talking about belts or anything. Like Jericho wasn't strapped up or anything, and, and Eddie finally did it. And then like this is even this even further like completes the full circle, full circle experience from his like debut and all that shit. When he finally wins the big one, he's finally world champion. Twenty one years into his career, um, people will tell you that Eddie Kingston has been this good. For like a decade now, like he's been this good for ten years, and he just wasn't able to get the opportunity because WWE wasn't going to hire a guy that was shaped like him, and like uh, like the bigger indies weren't going to book a guy that was punching promoters in the face and shit. Shout out to Jordan Saint, um, but uh, yeah, man, Eddie Eddie finally was like he was able to get his mental health together. He started working out. Um, he got it all together, man. Oh, I'm so I'm so fucking happy for Eddie Kingston, bro. Yeah. I was familiar with him before he came to AEW, but I never thought that like he'd be one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. Like I never thought that, that would happen, and he is now, man. Shout out yeah. to the King. I think uh, even even some of the biggest Eddie Kingston fans are surprised at how much, just how much he has caught on and connected with the, yeah. you know, a, a TV audience. Right. You know? That's right. right. Like, that it's not WWE, but still. Right. Like yeah, when he man. won, that like the video that Austin Gunn posted insane. on Instagram, like it was nuts. Well, like they've been literally even... jumping up and down. TV didn't do the crowd reaction justice. No, because that video that you posted, Chuck, the Austin no. Gunn video, like that was crazy. The people love Eddie. He's the people's champ. Yeah. People throw that saying around, and Eddie is definitely. He can definitely live up to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Winning it in New York, the people were very happy to see, and it just felt right. You know. Um <laughs> next up we had a the latest Roderick Strong. <laughs> hey, well, you know, before before we get to that, it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth pointing out that the two shook hands after the match. They um, did. 
Yeah. Which is yeah. a, uh, I believe it's a first. I believe it is a first. Yeah, yeah, you don't uh, yeah. Claudio was definitely very uh, bitter about it, and but he still lived up to his word, and there was that sign of respect there. Mm-hmm. So God bless. Speaking of God bless, God bless Roderick Strong sure. and his, uh, his hospital <laughs> skit. Whatever you want to call <laughs> So Roderick Strong, he's in a hospital bed. Kingdom are at bedside with him. Um, and, you know, they're they're being super sympathetic and playing it up as they have been. And Adam Cole shows up. Adam Cole shows up as the Kingdom are leaving. But there's obviously this weird tension between Adam Cole and the Kingdom. And, uh, you know, they're, they're getting out of the But the Kingdom do say they want the RH tag titles. Of course, Adam Cole is one half of those champions. Um but Adam Cole, he only, he only stays for a couple of minutes after the Kingdom leave. Not even that, stays for a few seconds, tell, tells Roddy he has to get out of there and he was only passing by. He has to go and uh, support Max for his world title match later tonight. And Roddy's just, he's not impressed, you know. <laughs> he's not impressed, he's sad. He's in the neck brace, he's in the hospital bed. And as Adam's trying to leave, you just hear this this this, this loud creaking noise. What is what is going on here? Roderick Strong is uh you know he's using the remote to raise himself in the bed, and it's just it's brutally slow and loud, and you know it makes the a moment even awkward for Adam Cole and Roddy. Just he's just had enough, you know. He says, "Just go." He's uh, he's had enough, man. He's uh the tide is changing. Oh, <laughs> he looked so happy when he saw Adam Cole's face. Dude, <laughs> like, he literally like lit up. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and he, he's done he's done that bit again when he's like, I can't see. And he's got his mm-hmm. old clothes. <laughs> someone has to tell him that. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, Roderick Strong. God Funny guy. Uh, Christian Cage. Uh, he cuts a promo about the tag match versus Sting versus and Derby. He says that he's bored of Derby now and he actually offers Derby a title shot in a freeway match against himself and Luchasaurus. And Sting will not be allowed at ringside either. Uh, mm. Christian Cage also tells Derby to bring the boy. Which, uh... <laughs> he's so menacing when he says he's <laughs> <things, you know? laughs> He's a, he's a beast, apparently. AEW were very, very happy with Christian Cage. Yeah. I think that was according God to... Uh, according Mount. to the Observer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not so, surprising. They're, they're, they're going to formally put the TNT title on yeah. him. Good for him that he deserves that shit. Um, honestly, they should have formally put the TNT title on him the day that Luchasaurus won that shit for him. I'm 99% sure that was the plan. But they got cold feet and didn't want to like, like do a finger poke of doom situation. All the dying days of AEW, look what they're doing and shit like that. It's Christian so, Cage though. I know. Man, I, the, 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 People would have forgotten immediately. Like. The fans would have enjoyed it, but then the, the bad faith grifters on on Twitter yeah. would have would have went crazy, and then TK they would have gotten TK's head and shit. And <laughs> but they're finally doing it. They should have done it mm-hmm. months ago, in my opinion. But they're finally gonna put the Belt on Christian, he deserves that shit. Um, who do you who do you think is gonna take the title off him? You think it's gonna like reset the entire reign and you go back to zero, or we're still they're still gonna they're still looking forward to the the next baby face champ? Hmm. 
No, I I'd put it on Daniel Garcia. <laughs> um, yeah, me, me and you. I put it on Gigi too. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's, a lot of people put, there's a lot of people I'd put the TNT title on, yeah. to be honest, which makes it even more fascinating to me, like how badly they've kind of um, called off the momentum and the good faith yeah. of the TNT title, mm-hmm. to put it politely, you know. Um, and I love Christian Cage, you know. Who doesn't? Had a good time with that Samoa Joe short run. Yeah. Uh, the stuff with Derby was really good and there has been some cool moments throughout like the past it's been a while now that the TNT has been at its peak you know it's been like over a year so I don't know I don't know there's a lot of options though they've got a great roster like I just threw off I just threw out Garcia off the top of my head but there's there's probably like 15 names on that roster that can probably do that about a lot of justice you know yeah so I feel like if you want to immediately, like, obviously Christian's doing a lot of good stuff with the belt, but, like, if you want to put it on someone to, like, immediately, like, get it, like, back on track, I would go with Jay White. Just I build it as, like, one of the top belts of And make it the, the fucking collision uh, world yeah. championship. That would be great. 100%. Uh, yeah, we'll see what they do. It looks like they're going to officially put it on Christian, as I always said, on, uh, on collision. So... We'll see, we'll see what Christian's got planned because I'm enjoying Christian at the moment. Maybe he's the person that can, you know, maybe Christian puts his working boots on a few more times and, you know, it's easy to put, like, Christi, you put Christian in the right singles match. That graphic is looking tasty, brother. It you is, know? it is. It is. So, you know, who, who knows, who knows. I'm uh, going to do a couple super chats. We have only got a couple, but, you know, keep them coming, keep them coming. Bam, $5, appreciate you. Monty bringing in top dollars, the sixth member of Impurist will be spiteful. Oh, <laughs> Everyone God. knows Charlie is the fifth member. Goat. Reminder, Kenny Omega is the goat. Right, yes. Kenny Omega. I don't know if we're going to stroke a deal with top dollar. Um, <laughs> top dollar <laughs> will never work in this town again. <laughs> Most on 84, one ninety nine. Nearly ran through a wall when King won. Unreal vibes. Yeah, right. the vibes were immaculate. Tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Um, Phantom FTW, two pounds. Appreciate you. Is there any update about... (laughs) 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 Not as far as I'm aware. (laughs) Not as far as I'm aware. God bless. Uh, uh, This is just a normal chat. But Is there a working Discord link? I was under the impression the one that's in the bio is... uh, Working so. Oh yeah, no, we gotta, we gotta kill that one. Uh, I'll send you. I'll send you a, one that works, Mark. If you fix the bottle. But um, Shamar, go to the our dis. Not go to our Twitch account and click the Discord link there. It still works. Yeah, that should be working. But I'll, I'll okay. send Monty a working one so he can update the uh the YouTube. Um, yeah, my kitchen super chat's coming. Don't try to trip me up like that, though. You know, <laughs> throwing throw me off and shit. Um, back to Dynamite. Uh, Sammy Guevara versus Chris Jericho. Mentor versus a student. Uh, we got Montezzi out with Guevara. Big Montezzi <laughs> rapping Sammy out to the ring. What you think about that, Monty? Uh, for this is what New York needed. Yeah. You know? This yeah. is. <laughs> what did you think? Um, you know, shout out to Montezzi. Shout out to uh, shout out to Rich Lauder. Shout out to Swerve Strickland. That whole camp, you know, it was definitely it was definitely an experience. You know, I'm sure that's something he'll remember for the rest of his life. Good for him. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. 
but yeah, Sammy Guevara versus Chris Jericho. Of course, it's been building up for a few weeks now. He could say a few years, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, finally, we got to where we needed to. Well, definitely went a few interesting turns towards the end. But anyway, mental versus student. Wasn't the biggest fan of this match. There were some cool big spots, though. Yeah. There were some cool big spots. Yeah. And the crowd was into it for the most part. You know, like the top rope Frankenstein from Jericho was quite cool. Um, Sammy tried to do a moonsault to the outside from the top rope. Well, that, that top rope line salt was crazy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the, the spot that popped me, it, it wasn't, you know, wrestling's not always perfect. Not everything's beautiful, but... Um, Jericho went for like the most ambitious lion salt of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Thought he was still 25 and could clear the ring, you know. And Sammy Guevara had to like nudge himself into the middle of the ring so Jericho <laughs> didn't embarrass himself. <laughs> God bless, you know, very real. But like I said, there were some cool big spots in this, but overall it wasn't really my, um, as we say in the UK, it wasn't my cup of tea. I'm yeah. It yeah, um, wasn't my cup of tea either, but the code breaker at the end was very cool. It was a nice finish. So, yeah. Sammy yeah. sold it like he died, and that's what yeah. you can ask for sometimes. So, yeah, it was a, it was a cool finish, definitely. And I think you know everyone's going to be talking about what happened after, which was you know the um, mm-hmm. you know Jericho wins, the two go to shake hands, and as they're shaking hands, it all just hits me. You know, or I recognise the colours that Sammy <laughs> Guevara's wearing, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm not yeah. like, fuck, that's that's the wrong way. I'm like, oh shit. And yeah, they're, they're shaking hands, and Sammy Guevara, you know, he's while Jericho's got his guard down, Sammy Guevara hits him with the low, ball, low blow, kicks him in the balls, and out comes that piece of shit, Don Callis. Just, just, just that horrible grin on his face, looking really proud of what he's pulled off, and he looks like Sammy Guevara is joining the Don Callis family. But um, I yeah, I love this. I love this. <laughs> I love this, bro. Like, like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't get my thoughts on the match, but I'll, I'll say it real quickly. Um, I love, I liked the big spots a lot. I, I don't think like everything in between was worked very well. It was like there was a lot of awkward spots and stuff. I think mm. both of them have a, a lot better of a match between them, but Sammy Guevara, the Don Callis family, bro, that's that's professional wrestling, brother. Because Sammy, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy's better as a heel, right? Like everybody's like, "Yo, yeah. he's yes. getting over as a babyface again." Like, who's getting over? Why? Why do you do this? But Sammy is better as a heel, but you go out there to cut a heel promo, he sounds like a fucking idiot. Like his babyface promos are a little bit are, are below average. But his heel promos, bro, they're 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 almost unlistenable too. So it's just like you get you get someone of Sammy's caliber in ring, you you get Don Callis on the mic, you get him standing next to Konoski to catch the we're we're cooking something with gas here, brother. We're cooking something. Don't you see um we Sammy Guevara being a heel again. Before it was the the big issue I had with Sammy Guevara being a heel before is like he's in ring, he's so because he's so dynamic and he loves the high spots and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's a baby face in ring, you know, like he just is, like that's his style. So I'd like to see him add a bit of the I don't know, you know, like the booksness. Like they, yeah. they still do yeah, all their yeah, dynamic shit, but they're like they're like fucking dicks about spots, it, yeah. you know. Um 
I'm yeah, this is so involved. Tongue gimmick and all that, but you, you could you could stand to like do some more. Yeah, like you know, just like I said, it'll be inter- I'm interested to see how Sammy Guevara kind of molds his in ring style into being a heel yeah. a bit better this time around. And I absolutely agree with what you're saying about Don Callis being linked up with him as well. Like him being the mouthpiece is 100 one of the best options you could do with him at the moment. So, um, yeah, man. <laughs> Like I said, I wasn't huge on the match, but I like the direction, I guess, you know? I think Sammy being here was, like, best for him overall, but it is just really funny that, like, out of the... They're making such a big deal of this being, like, a year's worth of blow-off, and we get a Jericho baby face out of it. It's really <laughs> funny. Oh, my. <laughs> like, the Golden Jets. The Golden yeah, Jets no, well, I've seen, I've seen the Rampage stuff. I was just like... Gets a stroke his ego with like a nod yeah. to his old angle with Shawn Michaels at Mania 19 oh. as well. So, you know, you know, Jericho, he's gonna, he's always gonna come out of these things not too, not too badly hurt, you know, to put it lightly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, God bless my luck, I'm not, I'm not mad at the direction, even no. though, like Charlie said, to end up with face Jericho <laughs> at the end of this is, you know, pop, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally a month ago all of his teammates abandoned him because he fucked them all over yeah because he was that much of a prick <laughs> yeah in a, in a group was... of heels he was the one Dude, that was just too much of a dickhead and they were like you know fuck this guy <laughs> oh man oh, funny. real funny. wrestler he's very real you know with a... Jericho he's not perfect you know there's criticisms of him and He's wrestling that are absolutely valid, but at the end of the day, he's a real wrestler, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get his shit. He's gonna get his shit in. You know, he's... that's all I'm gonna ask for. Oh, God I bless. fucking love Chris Jericho, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and, and you, liberal soy boy cucks, can never make me stop loving Chris Jericho. All right. Oh man. Uh... I was at the. I was there January sixth. This took a turn. I don't know. <laughs> Do what we yeah. had to do to save this country. And you motherfuckers don't appreciate us. That's anyway, crazy. Need a reset, you know. Mm. You know, short time spell super check can be perfect opportunity. Five dollars. Appreciate yeah, Jericho coming out like the face after all this is crazy, LMAO. But I think Sammy with Don can work really well. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um next up on Dynamite we had an MJF promo. He just cuts a promo basically on Samoa Joe. Uh, putting over the main event later tonight. He's with Adam Cole as well as he turns up to the arena. But Adam Cole is interrupted by Roddy giving him a call on the phone. And you hear Adam Cole in the distance say something like, you're not going to die, bro. You know? <laughs> Roddy's being dramatic on the phone. Adam Cole's distracted. And, uh, yeah, then we go back backstage with Don Callis and Sammy Guevara. Renee catches up with them, asks them what's going on. And Don Callis says that all will be revealed on Rampage. And Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara bump into each other and they get face-to-face. Mm-hmm. But Don Callis, uh, he settles it down and he says, yeah, this kid's money. Talking about Garcia, so seems like Don Caddis is going to try and poach Garcia again. I know we've done it mm-hmm. like two weeks ago or something, but we'll see how that plays out. Probably more Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara frowning at each other again. Yeah. 
<laughs> going back to that. But hopefully something for Daniel Garcia, Rayo. Yeah. Praying. Praying. Give him something Praying. to do, man. Please, God. Do not. I. I'm scared, bro. I'm scared that they're gonna be like Sam just turned heel. Let's feed him an over baby face, and they may and they just feed him DG. I would not. No, man. Just like, like Sam. You know we love DG over here, man. So yeah, we need him. Brian Danielson, bro. You 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 allegedly love Garcia. Why is he not on Collision every week? Like, what's going mm-hmm. on, bro? You got the pen. You for, you forgot about him. Like, this is. Dragon you forgotten child of Brian Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daniel Garcia definitely needs to be on TV. I think he should definitely Absolutely. be prioritized for his kind of age group. You know, like yeah. he's he's who we're gonna be turning to in five years as like our main guy. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. gonna be one of our main heels or baby faces or whatever your plan is. The potential's all there, you know, he's still really young. He's developed, even in AEW, he's developed so much. Like his promos and his character work has gone from literally like a three out of 10 to like a seven, eight. Like it's really coming together for him. Like he's really good on TV, you know, and he he knows how to get stuff over, which isn't necessarily just the fact that he's a good wrestler. And then you throw in that fact in itself that he's a really good professional wrestler. Yeah. Um, You know, like I said, he's young, could still fill out a bit more. I'm sure he's going to. You know, but in terms of though, he's pretty he's not that far off being like a full package. He's definitely someone that oh. could be a full package one day in the future, you know. So I think they should prioritize him a lot more. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with Sammy stuff. It could be good. I'm sure the match will be good if he gets the one. Um but yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see. We had Ray Phoenix versus John Moxley for the AW International Championship. It starts off with a big brawl on the outside. Phoenix did an insane dive off the mm-hmm. off the ramp to Moxley, which unfortunately happened to be the incident where Moxley picked up what was said to be a minor concussion. But it was like Phoenix got shot out of a cannon. Like he yeah. he went for it, you know. Uh, obviously, there was no Ill, Ill intentions or anything like that, but Jesus, <laughs> he fucking flew yeah. through the air, you know, he levitated, bro. Um, Phoenix is great, man. Like, he's so dynamic and athletic and so, like, just impressive, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Mux wasn't all there, but you could tell that, like, what they were trying to do with this match was kind of just John Muxley trying to figure out different ways to either avoid or counter Ray Phoenix's yeah. big. Big moves and big offense, you know. Um, there was a spot in the match where Moxley hits a curb stomp on the outside, and the crowd starts singing it's Seth Rollins' song. I know Ao loved that one. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was ready to end it all on stream in Roblox. <laughs> I was gonna. You were singing along. My life in Grand Theft Auto role playing song. That <laughs> shit was disgusting. I, I'm no longer from New York. I'm now looking for a new hometown. So if you guys know any place that would never do that disgusting display that was done last night, please let me know. And I'll reject it on from there. But why? Why are you doing this? Why, bro? Like, why? 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 Marsh has been doing this stuff for, what, two years now? It's never happened before. Why are you doing this? Um, It happened at Revolution as well. Yeah, it has happened. I didn't notice. It happened. (laughs) 
know it's because you. Hey, can't I was death, in the building bro. for that, so like you miss you missing the details, you know. Um, but yeah, Mark hit the curb. So crowd started singing yeah. Seth's uh, Seth song momentarily. Then you know Phoenix hits the what's he called? What's he called that finish? Anyone? Anyone remember? It's like a um, it's like a pole driver driver sort of thing that he hit on Mark. Um, but yeah, that's where a lot, that's where a lot of people thought the injury happened on the finish. Yeah. But obviously, like I, like I just mentioned just now when we talk about the match, it actually happened a lot earlier, like before the bell even rang. Um, but yeah, Rich, Rich Knox, man, he fucked up again. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> some people have been absolutely throwing him under the bus. Some of it I genuinely do feel is quite frankly pretty valid, to be honest. He... It does seem that he can be quite the liability at times, you know. And you know, there's man. Like I get it, you're supposed to call it as a shoot. But if you called wrestling as a shoot, there would be so many accidental three counts. It's not even worth yeah. it, bro. Like Yeah, but it depends. Like, Max, Max wasn't had no intention of bringing his shoulder up, bro. Like, yeah. He was flat. No, he didn't even sorry. switch. Ben, like. <laughs> you know what it is as well? It's like did Rich Knox pick up that Moxie wasn't right? Because when you when you watch it back, bro, you can tell that Moxie's is like he ain't a hundred percent. I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's blatantly obvious or anything like that. Like did did like, you like, notice during your original watching? I didn't. No, I didn't notice like, during the original. Not not until like towards the end. He sells like that sometimes as well. Yeah, he sells. Like, yeah. He sells like it's <laughs> you know, but, so like I don't know, like. But as the like, referee in like, there. Yeah, As the referee in there, like that, you should be really like watching out for you know the the rest of the safety first and foremost. It's the most important thing. And, and, obviously, uh, obviously, I'm not blaming Mox. He was he was concussed, but he knew something was wrong. Um, he probably should have found a way to, you know, re, uh, let Rick Knox know that before his back was on the mat. It was like counting three. But I'm not I'm not blaming Mox. He was concussed. It was in the middle of the fucking moment thing and shit, but. Yeah, it was just it's an unfortunate shitty situation one. all around. Thank, thank God it's up in serious. Mox will get his title back soon. Two-time international champion. Yeah, of course. Wishing Mox the best. Like I said, it, yeah. was meant, it was said to be a minor concussion. And, of course, after the finish, because, like, there was, you know, pe- people were slowing down the finish. I mean, like, oh, this is where his head hit the, hit, head hit the mat. And, so, no, it didn't. And, so it's it, like, didn't even, it didn't hit the mat, though. So it's like, you know, he, he, he got a bit scary for a few minutes, you know, whilst we was waiting to figure out, like, whilst we was waiting to hear any updates on it. But, you know, uh, there was a there was an update when we came back from the break from Excalibur saying that Mox left on his own accord. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was getting checked up on the back. And there was reports that came out, but, you know, the belief is that it's just a concussion. You know, it's not a broken neck or anything like that. Right. And, uh, yeah, he came out as a minor concussion. But, like I said, Rich Knox, man, I kind of... It's tough, man. He's had, he's had chances, bro. Alex Reynolds in the, I think that was Daily Place era, era when Reynolds was just mm. out cold in the middle of the yeah. ring and he was just oblivious to it for like 30 seconds. Um, And then, and obviously now there's this, it's not even just a free count, it's more just kind of the, uh, you know, just being aware of what's going on around you, bro. Like the free count kind of is, uh, We've got the cherry on, not the cherry on top, because that makes it sound like a positive. But you know what I mean, like the thing yeah. that topped it all, like to top it all off as well. He fucked up that free count when, you know, Moxley had to take another fucking drive or whatever the match was called, yeah. you know, whatever the move was called. So, uh yeah, uh, 
not an easy job. Never said it was. Never said it's a job all could do, but it's an important job and there's professional safety at risk, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. And that's not to say it's his fault, but like I said, he's got a very, very important job to be Bro, what is the chat talking More about? Aware. Phoenix did not hit Mox's head on the pile driver. No, Mox the pile driver the was the pile, Mox's skull did not touch the mat on the pile driver at all. Like, you guys, you guys got it just had. It was just a freak accident on Phoenix's yeah. dive. Like he Mox just had a bad landing. Yeah, wishing Mox all the best. Hopefully he's not yeah. out for an, any. Well, hopefully he's not out for much time at all. Really, you know. Um, Minor concussion. Hopefully, he gets cleared pretty soon. And uh, it is just that a minor concussion that he has for a few days and he's out for a week or so, you know. Um, yeah. but yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Wishing him the best, of course. Um, next up, we had a great moment. Phoenix, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah great Phoenix. Yeah, fuck, great Phoenix. <laughs> we'll see. Talking about how much we love singles, Phoenix. I'm not sure if it was like mm -hmm. a pod or. On a watch along or something, but we were just talking about how much we love that single screen. So, yeah, let him get his nice little run here. He deserves it, man. He's fucking yeah. amazing. He's awesome. So, ho hopefully, you can have like, you know, of course, it was it, the, the finish was unplanned. Like, you know, Max right. was meant to Max was meant yeah. to retain, but even if Max is able to get cleared like next week or the week after, like, let, let Phoenix have let Phoenix yeah, stretch his legs a bit, you know. Yeah. You know, little free defenses here. It's not going to hurt anyone. Nothing, nothing, you know? nothing wrong with a little, a little butcher door action on every every week of dynamite. Mm -hmm. It could turn into just a really happy accident, and he has some yeah. great matches. Hopefully, 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 he gets a chance to have a, a nice little run, or even just like a couple matches that we can we can pop for. You know, um, but yeah. Next up, we had a Samoa Joe promo, and he's you know it's just he's a promo on MJF. And uh, yeah, it's putting over the main event that's upcoming. And uh, next up, I missed this, so I'm hoping Charlie or Ayo can kind of go me through this. We had a Kingdom and Righteous promo. Um, I I, I'd assume it was about the ROH tag titles and that they're coming for them or something like that. But like I said, people, I did genuinely miss this. I, um, uh, I saw the Righteous uh, coming for my Yeah, these are. It wasn't something that I paid attention to. This is really awkward. The people need to know what happened with the kingdom and the righteous, bro. Righteous came up on my toes and I said, this is a great time to get my dream. I think they were just putting over the match for Rampage, I guess. Probably, yeah. That was my assumption. but I didn't catch it, people. So It was like a Rampage promo, yeah. Charles Spurs is confirmed in the live chat that it was like a Rampage promo, so... There we go. Um, next up, Tony Storm versus Soraya for the AEW Women's Championship, match. For the AEW Women's Championship. New Tony Storm entrance. She's got the, uh, oh, the black, black and white classical, you know, portrait oh, of a star. The star's entrance, bro. It was like, so it's the star's entrance. Oh, Yeah, great. it's nice, man. It's nice, nice touch. Absolutely. Obviously, it's very, very fitting of a current character. Right. So, Definitely works for me, um, and yeah, the, I thought I thought this was a nice match. The crowd was into it. They yeah. kept the crowd engaged. They give them some stuff to pop for and stuff like that. The crowd was really behind Tony. Yeah. I love Tony, and mm -hmm. uh, well, unfortunately, Tony couldn't get it done. You know, Tony couldn't get it done. She, <laughs> hi Charlie's dog, <laughs> but yeah, Tony, Tony. Even though the people loved them, probably would have um, 
like to see her win the title. Yeah. This was Soraya's first defense, and um, I'm not overly surprised that Soraya uh, no, managed to no. walk out of Arthur Ashe with her title. And um, yeah, it's Soraya's first total, successful total defense in nearly 10 years. <laughs> crazy. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Tony Storm Soraya, good match, man. It was a fun yeah. time. It was a fun time, I'd say. I dare I say, over delivered. Charlie. I think it over-delivered. It's like, the like the work from Soraya was nothing to write home about when it comes to the actual wrestling. But like, between her heel shtick and how much the crowd loves Tony, they, they made it work. Yeah. And like, the spot with the shoes made me fucking cry. But she just came out from under the ring with like, three different shoes. <laughs> like, she's insane and I love it. Like, she's really tapped into something special. When I hope they don't not overexpose it, but just like I hope they let it run its course naturally and don't try to like push too much of it too quickly. But like, obviously, yeah, it keep is. it on TV, but just mm-hmm. don't overexpose it. Straight. hundred percent. We have a character that is so like um, I don't say flamboyant, but like we have a character that's so like colourful, like yeah. that. You know, there is definitely the danger of overexposure, so I think it's very valid concern to have if they are, uh, if they do try, if they, if Tony Khan, you know, Tony Khan said the other day he thinks it's one of the best things in all of pro wrestling right now, which you know, I can't argue too much against this. It. Definitely some of the best things going on in AEW at the moment, and uh, who knows, you can always get too trigger happy with these things. So yeah, like you said, Charlie, hopefully it's more of like a natural progression you know but the people were naturally very yes. uh, very behind it yesterday to win the world title so we'll see how it plays out Ayo what did you think of Tony versus Soraya? Well, that was some good shit bro I remember me, me and Ibu set the over under on uh, the Star Wars <laughs> matches like a two and a half bro it smashed that um, it was really heated um, best best Soraya slash page match I've ever seen only matches I've mm-hmm. ever seen for were in AEW so this is clear to every, all of that easily. Um, it was very heated. Crowd was into it. I was into it, bro. Like, if you heard me on the watch along, like, I was a clutch in my chest. I was you messaged the chat. And shit, bro. Like, this shit was crazy. So, like, it was, you messaged the chat in all caps. This is gas. Oh, you like, also put that Soraya is greater than Toyota. Which oh, is- yeah, I did say something. <laughs> Look, I said some things last night that I might regret, but I did say Stray was better than Toyota. Um, it's, it's yet to be seen. You know, I might be right there. I might be wrong. Let's see how, let's see how this how this title is. It's had a few years ago, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Stray is like what? Like 31 years old, bro? She, she has from chicken. She's getting to a prom. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I genuinely really like that. I really, I really like that match. Yeah, good talk, man. Uh, interesting to see who will be next for Soraya, I guess. Yeah, um, I don't know. Mm. We'll see what's going on there. Um, the, the yeah, totally turn people. Ruby, uh, did she turn Ruby babyface? Hmm. Mm. But does mm. she? Does Ruby just keep doing like this heel, like sidekick? Right now, it's really I don't know, man. It's... I think it's, I think they'll keep Ruby and Soraya together for a while. Maybe the outcasts get a new member. Mm. I don't know who. Imagine they, they turn Sky Blue Hill. 
No, I would be I would be really upset if they put oh, Sky Blue in there. Not even no, because I think Sky Blue would be a good there, heel, but I think she could be a good heel. But don't put her with the fucking outcast. Like, come on. Nah, that's that's not the feat for me. Okay, I want to see it now. Just to see Tony. Don't, 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 don't. Let's do it. Sky Blue outcast. Sky Green, Sky Green. Sky Green. <laughs> nah, put Anna J in. It'd be funny. Oh, probably. <laughs> just be funny. Um, <laughs> get Lacey Evans, that's nasty. Lacey Don't suggest that. Uh, yikes. <laughs> Yo, y'all see, um, Lacey Evans been up and down the timeline lately. Anyway, go <laughs> for super chats, go for super chats, Tugboat, only $5. Appreciate you very much. Feels like AEW is having an injury crisis. I'd happily lend them the touch not skills of the training staff we have here at Chelsea. Bro, if, we, if AEW had the Chelsea um, training staff, half the roster would have like. A blown ACL by now. <laughs> they'd have fucking. Yeah. They'd have amputated kneecaps and shit. Yeah, it would be. It would be all over. We're struggling at Chelsea, you know. We're struggling. Andre Onana, he's struggling. Oh, no. with five dollars. I wish I was good at my job. As... <laughs> I wish I was good at, as good at my job as Rich Knox is. <laughs> well, that's, oh, that's very spiteful. When I find whoever sent this super chat, just know that you're not safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway um, we had the Excalibur announcements the famous quick announcements that he does yeah. um, any of these stand out to you guys that you want to point out I don't remember what he said what's up that right next week but that's the thing with his Excalibur oh. announcements all I think bro like genuinely hangman versus contract signing and people are banned from ringside for it which is interesting that could get only one that I remember. <laughs> I think that's the thing with me. I've, I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on Lock Pod or anything, but the Excalibur, the Excalibur announcement, some people that uh, you'll see on Twitter for the longest time, like people, oh, how's he got through that so quick? Because he speaks yeah, at like 1.75 speed, you know? But the flip side of that is that you don't retain anything as a viewer. Yeah, yeah I, have to, you know? I really have to like lean on Twitter to like find what he yeah. said if I missed it for like two mm-hmm. seconds. Or Andrade like, versus Jay White. Oh, um, shit, that's um, Saturday, isn't it? Sky Blue versus Julia Hart. Yeah, there's a... Oh. Uh, yeah, right. Rampage tomorrow. Ah. Uh. All right. Well, yeah, it's kind of... It's caliber announcements, a tradition just before the main event. And the main event, as previously mentioned, was MJF versus Samoa Joe for the AEW World title. Um... We got quite the funny Max video package before we made his entrance. It's like referencing like an old Bret Hart WWF promo video of it from back in the day. Um, we got like the we got the famous like Bret Hart head <laughs> head turn mm-hmm. from MJF. Good part. It was, it was referencing a, a Bret Favre um, football commercial and shit, and then Bret Hart referenced it in his, uh, in his oh, okay. promo, and then yeah, and then MJF yeah. referenced that. So it's like. Referenceception here, referencing a thing that was referencing a thing. Good stuff. Um, crowd pop for it, people pop for it on Twitter, you know. But uh, yeah, MJF versus Mojo, AW World Talk on the line. And this was this was a good match, man. Joe was dominant early, as I thought he should have been. Of course, MJF is 
you know, he's hurting a bit lately, you know, and Samoa Joe, the big man, you know, he, MJF wasn't going to touch him early on, you know, and, uh, you know, the, the Death Valley drive on the apron, bro, Jesus. That was crazy. Brutal. Joe just laughs after, like a yeah. sick fuck. Like, I, was expecting, <laughs> I was expecting MJF to take it like how, like, you know how Swerve does that in like his bigger matches, like does a Death Valley Driver. They're like mm-hmm. main horizontally. Like, I was expecting MJF to take it like that. So when he took it like vertically and like his back, like, the ended on, like, the, on the edge of the, oh, like, yeah, this is a sick one. No, yeah, that, that must have sucked, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah, there's you know Joe's working him over. He's being a sick fuck. Um, puts him through a table with a urinagi. Uh, explode, exposed floor pile driver. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Joe, Joe put the work on this mm-hmm. on this poor Maxwell guy. You know, uh, then you know towards towards the end, a lot of the the commotion and the drama starts to unfold. There's low blows. MJF is conflicted with the diamond ring. He goes to use it. He gets caught. Um, MJF kicked out of a muscle buster. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Joe, Joe, I think he's got the concrete clutch on on, um, on MJF towards the end. And that's when Adam Cole runs down. Adam Cole runs down and he thinks he's young again. He thinks he's young again, AO and Charlie. He tries to jump down the mm-hmm. ramp instead of just coming coming down it. And uh, oh. he, he landed. He landed funny. I don't know if it was his ankle, his knee, or whatever. But he landed funny, and he was limping ever since he landed. But he managed to do his spot, and he's trying to yeah. motivate, trying to motivate MJF. Then there's a ref bump. Um, Cole distracts Joe, and then uh, MJF chokes out Joe the same way he did to CM Punk. You know, like when he he, he wraps the wrist tape round. And uh, so yeah, he, he still cheated to win, but the crowd seemed to. Uh, the, Crowd seem to go with it still. Mm. And uh yeah, MJF got the winning retained successfully through the grit of his teeth. Uh it was a long road for him to get there. He took many bumps, he took a hell of a beating to get there, but he yeah. got there in the end. Uh Samojo wasn't very happy with uh Adam Cole, as you could understand. He distracted him for the finish. But MJF drags himself. He's all beat up at the end, he can barely stand up, drags himself in the middle of them. And Joe seems to respect this. And MJF and Samojo, the shake hands. And uh yeah, man, MJF and Cole kind of celebrating the ring. Cole is in agony. You can you can see yeah. like, like at the end of the show, like Cole's like almost like gone completely pale, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, just the match itself, the match was really good, wasn't it? A worthy dynamite grand slam main event, AO. When that match started, I was like, I don't want to watch this shit. And MJF has won me over. I like, I'm like, i a big MJF fan now, and I've always loved Sam Joe ever since I was a kid. But I was just like, Eddie's had his moment. It's been a good show. been a long show. I was like, I don't really care about this, bro. And they, they won me over with their work, bro. Their work was really great. Joe was being a sick fuck. Death Valley Driver onto the corner of the fucking ring. Uh, Pile Driver onto the exposed floor. Muscle Buster, like Joe was throwing the kitchen sink at MJF. MJF was selling his ass off. Mm-hmm. Like, MJF was doing a great job of being a sympathetic babyface here, but still being a, a believable sympathetic babyface in his in MJF standards. Like he was still gonna cheat. Didn't know if he wanted to use a diamond ring or not. Ended up using his tape to help him choke out Joe. 
I, I like I like this matchup a lot. I'm still gonna go with uh Eddie Claudio as the easy yeah. match of the night, but this was definitely this was definitely a worthy way to end uh Grand Slam, close out Dynamite. Good shit, man. Joe Joe Joe's a, people bring up 2016, bro, but this is the best Joe's looks since like 2007. Like yeah, Joe, this this AW run is like like it's not nothing but just add on to Joe's legacy. As one of the greats in this fucking sport, bro. Shout out to you. I'm, I'm yeah, it's a legit. It's been it's been a legit worthy run to talk about his legacy yeah. now because you can like you can talk about like the you know like the TV title stuff he done, especially the stuff with Derby, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you can throw in like this more recent run where he's been like big match Joe. You know, yeah. he, he wrestled yeah. Punk at Wembley in a great match. Yeah. Uh, I thought the TV match that he had with Punk was really really good as well. Didn't and, and now, now this with MJF, you know, the world total feud with MJF. And I know they shook hands at the end. Uh, I hope this doesn't mean that Samoa Joe is going to take a little break or anything like that. Because mm. I, I like this Samoa Joe big match Joe era, you yeah. know. Yeah. Get him in there with fucking, get him in there with Danielson, bro. Let's let's treat treat me, you know. Give us all, all that fucking early 2000s R-Witch nerd shit, bro. Yeah, Especially if we're like built into this like 12 pay-per-views a month thing. Stop holding back on matches. Just do it's them. Like, can't do that. You can't, you can't hold back on matches anymore. Or we're gonna get the same four matches. Yeah. Yeah, WWE man. was really like ready to just transition Joe into the office, and he was gonna be like, mm-hmm. okay, like it really almost happened, bro. Like we almost didn't get any of this shit. It's crazy. Crazy, bro. Also, they did the um, they did the Will Ospreay Liger bomb sequence. Which was kind of a shock, like in the middle of the fucking match. MJF just pulling that like, out in the middle. That was shit, Molly. It came out of fucking nowhere. It was really bad. Like it was the, the Larry Count carrot count was really bad, but yeah. MJF getting him up for the for the Liger bomb popped me. It popped so me. He saved, he, he saved it at the end. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like this. It wasn't the swiftest or the smoothest. It wasn't clean. Uh, you know, like, but you got the big man up, and that's what mattered. You, got you know. But yeah, Adam Cole went hospital. Yeah, this was reported. He he went hospital and he ended up. Le- it was said that he left the hospital on crutches, so it's not looking. Um, yeah, it's not looking super promising to say the least when it comes to Cole. He's obviously on crutches at the moment. Uh, Mark Sock said it was a minor concussion, but I guess this brings the question of what now. Uh, if mm. if Cole is on crutches and let's say for example he's you know he's messed up his ankle pretty bad because when I when I said I didn't know if it was his ankle or his knee the chat was saying it was his ankle so um say so he's messed up his ankle pretty bad it's like what what do we do now uh, chat get involved throw some suggestions because I'm pretty stumped because if Cole is actually hurt you know it's uh it, it's tough for this main event story it's brutal you know yeah. of course it is he's, he's like the one of the main characters. And you've got MJF playing up his injuries in kayfabe. You've got Roddy playing up his injuries in kayfabe. And now you've got Cole who's like actually hurt. So uh, I just, any suggestions, anyone? What what what, what do we do? What do we do if Cole is hurt, you know? Because I didn't think that MJF would be defending the world title on Wrestle Dream. I kind of assumed it would be, like they would probably do a tag match. But now what do you do with that show? Because you can't, like, just n- not have MJF on a show like that. 
a few people are saying Roddy and Roddy should do Roddy should step in and be MJF's partner and do kind no. of a hmm. can they coexist again? <laughs> like, like, I don't if, know how if, much I'm about if that. Cole's out for like two, three months, we we could do that and blow this whole thing off with a, a Roddy title uh shot finally. Yeah. And um then Cole comes back. We could definitely do that, bro. Because, like, how bad could his ankle really be? Like, do y'all think he really broke his fucking ankle? Like, I, don't I don't think he's broken it. But, like, yeah, even if he, like, like, even if it's, like, a bad sprain, that could put him out for, like, 10 weeks. <clears throat> yeah. Ankles as well. It's, like, they're not yeah. quickest. No, like, I, I sprained my ankle a couple of years ago, and it, like, <laughs> it took, like, three months to heal properly. Like... It was really <laughs> How did you do it? Was it jumping off a ramp trying to save your friend from being choked out by someone? No, it was no. being drunk, walking home and not seeing the concrete steps and falling straight down them. Uh, Jan- <laughs> anyway, um, Jan- Jamie said that MJF should be able to beat the Righteous on his own. Oh, uh, I agree. Legitimately. Do it. I agree. Do it. Do it. He should Fucking be the Dark Order on his own as well. Bearing up. How about all of them? Yeah. <laughs> MJ, one and four. One and four, yeah. In kayfabe, why would MJ be able to beat Dark Order on his own? Why? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking do it, bro. Just do it. Be funny. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, I, I just I don't know what I don't know what now the I don't know yeah. what they'll be able to do with the with the MJF Adam Cole storyline because it's like if you go MJF on more of a singles direction, doing just having singles defenses and stuff like that, then it's like how do you keep the Roddy Cole MJF story bubbling in the background without it being just like redundant? Almost like what they're doing with the bloodline now. Like Roman's away, and, and they're just spinning the wheels. No, yeah, yo, yeah. The initial heel turn with Jimmy turning on Jay fucking sucked. But like the TV since then with Jimmy and like Heyman and stuff has been like very just that you can tell they're not putting like the most effort into it in this current right. phase, and they're just kind of keeping it ticking over, and they're just kind of like doing stuff, and it's just like no one's really like into it, so. I don't know how they'll be able to balance that without. I, I don't know. Hopefully, Adam Cole isn't hurt too bad, and he can just like you know he can be on TV all the time, even if it's just uh, if he can't wrestle for a few weeks. But yeah. I'm uh, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried for this storyline if uh, Cole is out because that's a brutal one. That is a very very brutal one. Um, yeah, keep the super chats coming. We've got a couple more. Bow wow. <laughs> With Jade now in the Fed, what's up with our story? I don't know. I think that Bro, got I don't want to know where that was going. going. I want to know. Boy. I don't want to see it, but I want to <laughs> know where it was going. Fucking Bow Wow sent in a shitty fucking video that was taken on like a Nokia from 2002. They put it up on the Tron. It looked like shit, bro. You can barely understand what he was saying. Like, why even, like, TK, why do you even air that shit, bro? Yeah, well, I can't even imagine that, how yeah. that looked like in the arena because, like, it looked shit quality for us. Yeah, like, yeah, but right. in the arena on the Titan Tron, it must have looked fucking terrible. TK, bro, when 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 Barrow sent that into you, you have to throw the entire thing out. You have to throw this all out, bro. Like, 
That was an interesting time period in Jay's uh eight. You look yeah. at stuff like that and you're like, well, why would you try? Why would you try to see what's going on in Stanford? Like, why yeah. not? No oh, man. Yeah. He's all appreciate you as always. Two dollars. The Excalibur taught fast giving for running its course. Bro, I mean, not yet. Course, I... like the third time. After like the third time, yeah. it was just like, all right, man. Like I said, it's like you can't retain anything that he's telling you when he announces nine things in thirty seconds. Yeah, you, you know, it's crazy. It's like when when he when he, you know sometimes, and because of that as well, he'll catch you off. You yeah. know, like some some you know, say for example, like maybe not like the main event is in AEW, but the people that like you know the sickos like us online part four, like it'll be like Bandido versus Roosh. And you'll just be like, <laughs> and you have to like double check. Yeah. <laughs> you think you hear it and you have to double, you have to, you know, you have to rub your eyes a bit and make sure it's not gone <laughs> off the screen by then. And then you have to check Twitter to make sure it is what he actually said. And it's, um, yeah, man, it's, look, I'm getting abuse in there. I'm getting abuse via Super Chat. I mean, 199 from Andrew Tate, Monty the Broken, <laughs> AO and Charlie the Top G's. You only well, sending a one ninety nine. I, I didn't see that as Andrew Tate. So when we said Monty the Broke, I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what is this?" I, like, I, I, can, I can appreciate the gimmick, though. I can't appreciate the gimmick with just one ninety nine. You know, <laughs> coming coming to my house and calling me broke with one ninety nine in your pocket. You know what I mean? We got we got to be doing better, Andrew. Per month, we need like ten dollars a better. You gonna call me broke? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah, Dynamite review. Uh, overall thoughts, people. I thought I thought it was a good show. Like not everything yeah. was perfect to right. my taste or anything, but it had enough good stuff on it. And the two, the two, uh, the two world title matches were great. The women's world yeah. title match was um, over delivered, as we said. And uh, yeah, it was just a good episode. Good, good episode overall, wasn't it, Charlotte? Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. It like it felt important, and sometimes that's like you can all all you can ask for with like these TV specials, especially with one like Grand Slam that they like put a lot of weight on every year. So, but yeah, I'm just happy for Eddie Kingston, man. That was the that was the match for me last night. So, yeah, same. same. I think we all have the same main whole lot from the show, with it being Eddie yeah. and Claudio. Um, we all love that, you know. A lot of people love Samoa Joe versus MJF more. Um, pretty much 50-50 from what I've seen when it comes to people's favourite thing on the show but we just happen to all yeah. you know, we all just love Eddie you know, so uh, yeah. AO, good show wasn't it? Great show, great show probably, like I said earlier in the podcast, probably my favourite Grand Slam show top, top to bottom, let me see what's on Grand Slam 1 like, because obviously if you ask me what the best match in Grand Slam history, it's not even fucking close it's Danielson versus Kenny Omega but, yeah. um, let me see what's on Grand Slam I remember a lot about that show. Like, like, Grand Slam, Grand Slam. Um, like, I, like I said, though, fucking MJF. Oh, yeah. Was there any like big face to face promos or anything on Grand Slam 1? Um, was it? I remember. I can't remember because obviously the cage match won't tell you that, you know, and obviously that can be a big part of the show. Um, but yeah, from a car perspective, match matches delivering this may have been the best 
Grand Slam. But like I said, I'd have to refresh my mind on Grand Slam. Yeah, we had uh, Danielson versus Omega, MJF versus Pilmy Jr., Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. That was the one that created a That's... lot of discourse. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, did you see him Punk have a Grand Slam promo? Yeah. Isn't, the one, isn't that the one Cody won? Yeah, that was the one Cody. Yeah. No, no, no. Malachi Black won that one. Oh, okay. But um, Darby, we had Darby and Sting over uh, BFTR. That created a lot of discourse, too. And then Rick Baker versus Ruby Soho. <laughs> that was fine. Yeah. So, you know, the... In ring, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest show. I liked I liked Darby and Sting versus FTR. Obviously, I loved uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Dragon. Everything else, you know, it's just mm. it's what it is. There's a punk promo. Yeah, because um, he um he faced Hobbs on the um Grand Slam Rampage. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I'd have to actually watch it, you know, to be to be mm-hmm. fair. But this was a very good Grand Slam, I think, which I wanted to say, yes. you know, a very, yes. very good one. And uh, like I said, a lot of light movement on the tickets, which definitely helped them because we can say, you know, they, they put 10K in there again. Uh, still a little bit of a decrease, but not as drastic as it may have looked a few weeks ago because a few weeks ago they were literally like just under 6K tickets and it was like, oh my God, they're going to turn up to half a rash with 7.5K. and. Yeah. Ooh, it's over, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no big surprise this year either. No yeah, no surprise at all, man. No, 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 no even from like the rampage taping. No edge, no Mercedes, no. Who else is a free agent? Matt Cardona. Yeah, I know there was like a big pop for a. Uh, like someone coming out on the rampage, but like it wasn't like a surprise or anything. So. Yeah, it weren't like a debut, was it? So. No. Um, yeah, no surprise. That used to be Tony Sting, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. it's like yo, big show. We gotta, we gotta get somebody in here. Like we have mm-hmm. to, even if it's just like not even like permanent signee, but like. Yeah, if this was like early twenty twenty two, late twenty twenty one, Tony Khan, we would have had like. I don't know, like, what's he? we would have had like Bubba Ray Dudley show up on this show. Yeah, God bless. Face off with the Hardys, you know. Okay, so so according to uh, according to uh, Cage Match, they're two K tickets down from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like last year was around twelve. So, um, all right, let's. Oh shit! Um, one sec. I'm just getting my notes together because there's been all these releases, and I want to make sure yeah. that I at least have a um, I have some form of because there's been a couple. There's been a couple that have been released since we've been on the air, people. So I'm just mm-hmm. getting them together Not now. Suzuki and Archer was the first main evented the first Grand Slam Rampage with Homicide showing up at the end. I forgot about that match. Oh, I'm I mean, I, yeah, that. I remember the I remember popping you. Um but yeah okay let's let's talk about let's talk about it. it's very unfortunate when these things happen but when the merger was first announced that it was gonna happen there was always the worry that some WWE talent was going to be released. It was a very big worry. Um, and of course, the office releases were more of kind of an expectation, unfortunately. 
obviously it's never great when people lose the jobs, but you know it's always going to make big news when WWE do these mass releases, which are. Uh, haven't been a thing for the longest time, but of course, like I said, when the merger came to fruition, it always seemed like it was a very real possibility. And today, the releases have started as far as talent goes. Um, of course, the office releases were a few days ago, and um, now we've got the talent releases as well. So it all kicked off when Mustafa Riley tweeted that he's no longer with WWE. Just kind of, he was obviously out of the blue. No longer, no longer with WWE, looking forward to the future, something along those lines. And uh, obviously, Mustafa Ali has been known for like, using social media to help get his gimmicks and his stuff over. So a lot of people did actually question whether it was a work or not, um, especially with him on, I think it was literally just this past Tuesday. Um, as some people may know, watch NXT just beat Dragon Lee in a number one contenders match for mm-hmm. Dominic Mysterio's North American title. But if you watch Raw on Monday, you would have noticed that Dragon Lee then got booked for a North American title match against Dominic Mysterio on next week's Raw. So Mustafa's, Mustafa Ali's NXT promo this Tuesday was about, like, what is this shit, basically? Like, what is this bullshit? Mm-hmm. And basically hinted that he was going to get involved in the title match on Monday. This is all while he's already booked for a North American title match at the end of the month. So he's got all these things going on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And obviously he's... Uh, you know, because of that promo, some people may have thought, like, you know, maybe this is a work and he's going to say that he's left and he's going to show up on Monday and fuck up the match. And... He's also been working on Twitter about, like, how angry he was about all this. Like, mm-hmm. I remember yeah. when, when Raw was on air, he, he sent out a couple of tweets, like, oh, I'm not happy about these tweets. Then I don't watch NXT, but, like, you mentioned the promo. And I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. like, I saw another tweet, like, either yesterday or maybe even on Tuesday about Ali, like, continue to work this all. Yeah. I'm not happy with this shit thing. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, like understandable if you if you saw the the tweet today, you thought it was a work. So since there was a there was a typo there, it said I am longer yeah. with WWE. So people were like, oh haha, Ali doing wordplay, you got us, haha. Then he was then he was like, no, I'm sorry, like I'm, I'm no longer. Yeah, that was the one that got it all kicked off. And about thirty minutes later or so, Emma. This one was cold because like, WWE announced today that they're going to Australia for the stadium show, yeah. doing the Elimination yeah, Chamber awesome. over there. Obviously, Emma is Australian native. And, um, you know, she quote tweeted the announcement, like, can't wait, this is a dream come true, yeah. something along those lines. And literally, like, 40 minutes, 45 minutes later, it was like, she quote tweeted it and was like, oops, maybe not. I've just been released by WWE. Yeah. Uh, that was the second one that became public knowledge. Obviously, very cold. The way that was, obviously, I don't think WWE like, deliberately, you know, looked yeah. at the Twitter and fired her, but a very cold coincidence that was. Um, on top of it just being cold that she got fired in the first place, you know. Um, Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs was released. Aaliyah has been released. Top Dollar has been released. Madcap Moss has been released. Elias, Shelton Benjamin. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph yeah. Ziggler. Um Probably the name that got the most people talking was Dolph yeah. Ziggler. You know, a lot of people fantasy booking where he could end up next. A lot of people even surprised, even though he hasn't been used too much. But because he's such like a, uh, he's been there for so long and he's, yeah. you know, he's a former world champion and he's still, yeah. he can still go and he can still do everything. He still looks great for his age, etc. So it did take a lot of people by surprise. Um, Mace and Mansoor were released. Dana Brooke, Shanky. 
some NXT guys and girls as well. Quincy Elliott, Bryson Montana, Dabakato, Yulisa Leon. Um, there's been some PC releases. Daniel MacArthur, um, Lexini, which is Alexis Gray, I think her name is. Um, I've got a couple more as well, which I believe are PC releases. Kevin Ventura Cortez and uh, Nick Osman tweeted about an hour ago that he was told that 18 NXT talent were cut today, many of which had not made their way to TV yet. Uh, and he's working to get the full list confirmed. So, yeah, man, just a lot of brutal releases, even if they might not have been as shocking from a you know, a contribution to what we see on TV sort of perspective, you know, like, oh, I can't believe this person's not going to be on TV. Of course, we just mentioned all the Mustafa Ali stuff that he's been involved with on um, on TV, but even still, man, it's, it's brutal, and it? You know, like, I've just named about, what, 20, 20 people or something that have all lost their yeah. jobs today, and some of them will land on the feet, like, people like Dolph Ziggler and Shelton Benjamin, like, they could retire tomorrow, bro. They're, they're cool. Yeah. You know, like they've they've been they've been employed at a respectable level for decades. Yeah, decades. Literally, so I'm I think they'll be fine. You know, um, bro, they were possible. 19 years in WWE. I didn't even know that. Crazy. 19, bro. Yeah, man. And even Shelton Benjamin, he's been in there since like '02, and O2 obviously he left. He left for a little bit. He weren't that long. Um, yeah. He weren't gone for that long, so. Uh, yeah, man, it's, obviously it's, it's, it's brutal, man. No one wants to see yeah. people losing their jobs. It's like, even if WWE are never going to use these people, just let them run the contracts now, man. You know, you're a multi-billion dollar company, so that's obviously a sentiment that's been shared a lot. And uh, People are just wishing the best for these people, man, you know? It's all if you anything, really can do. If anything, I feel like you just let these people run their contracts out, not because TK can use them, but because now it's back in the AW locker room's head again. It's like, well... WWE's contracts aren't real. And I guess yeah. anybody worth their salt right now would be like, well, these guys suck. But Dolph Ziggler is, is well-respected in the entire professional wrestling community, as mm-hmm. is Shelton Benjamin. Like, people know that Shelton's older, but Dolph's, Dolph's not that old. What is he, like, 40? Maybe, like, getting to 40, something like that? Like, he's still pretty – he's pretty young, relatively, for, like, today's standards and shit. Like, like WWE, yeah. Like, Cody's 37, still trying to get his first world championship. Is the top of the fucking like Roman's like 38, so it's like, yeah, Dolph's not it's not like Dolph's an old man or anything. Okay, they're saying Dolph's 43, but still, bro, like it's not it's not too old. Um yeah, he can still move, he can still yeah. talk, and he still looks good, man. Yeah, he still and he still looks good. It's not like he looks like he's 43 out there, so it's just like I, I, I say like these people run their contracts, so it's not like I don't think I don't think they cleared 10 million dollars off their books today. I don't think they cleared half of that. Even like one fourth of that, so it's just like, what did you really? I'm sure Dolph's making some money, Shelton's probably making some money. Their bags have been around forever, you know. You just get Dolph uh, allegedly earns pretty well, yeah. So, but like everybody else combined, like, I don't think they cleared that much money off their books by doing this today. So, like, I don't, I don't know, man. I but like you look at who they cut, and it's just like it's not, it's not the roster cuts of old. Where it's genuinely gonna hurt the on-screen product, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we get they got like Dabakato, like Commander's Disease, and Shanky out of there. So just like, no, I'm not saying they just like once you sign a contract, you hope that somebody honors it. But you, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of a see both sides kind of thing. You know, you don't want to see the side of a 
multi-billion dollar mega corporation, but still. Yeah, it's okay. It's not no one, like you said, no one's saying anyone deserves it. But like at the same time, some certain wrestlers are more surprising than others, to say right. the least. You know, so uh, no, it's it's not one. And there's definitely that that side of what side of things that you brought up, AO, where it's like, you know, like the AEW locker room may look at this and think, you know, you know, with people like you know, Cody's obviously moved over to WWE. It's a very special case, obviously. Jade is pretty unique case as well because of the sort of talents they are but if you are just like you know you're, you're a good wrestler and you don't kind of have like that x factor thing that makes you super stand out like a cody or jay maybe and you know and you was considering weighing up your options with wwe and aw maybe this will make you think twice you know mm. um maybe it won't maybe some people think when i go over there they'll honor my contract you know I'm yeah not, I'm not Commanders yeah, I don't need no no cut clause, you know. Right. Um, obviously, as we know, WWE are not uh, known for giving those out too often. I think Roman's got one. You know, oh, like yeah, Rand, Rand, Randy and Brock have probably got. I don't know. No, I think Cody. They say they say Cody asked for one. They're like, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, you've probably got one. I don't know. Uh, I could definitely see Cody being like, "Yo, you can't like. I need that no cut clause, but you gotta." You gotta keep this between us. I'm, I'm trying to look like one of the boys. <laughs> but, you know, fucking Cody's guys. I don't know, man. Cody's a beast. You know, he's he's too he's too good. A, he's too good of a politician. I don't so think. Cody's a worker's worker, bro. <laughs> oh my like, god! You, know, like, you can see, you can easily see through his lies. So, like, is he a worker's worker? But you easily see through his lies. You can't do anything about it because he's just such a beast. So I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah, that uh, that sucker ban, the New Jersey, New York promotion. Oh fucking brother! Streaming on TikTok shortly tonight. I think it's live now. I'm seeing tweets about it. It's on TikTok, bro. I will watch it when we get off of it because just just pure interest of what wrestling on TikTok looks like, you know. Right. They have licensed licensed music apparently, so that's interesting. On TikTok, really? Does TikTok show you all concurrent viewers? They'll show how many people are watching the live. I don't use TikTok a lot though, I'm old. Um, <clears throat> got a couple of super chats on. Uh, Will Chisholm, appreciate you as always, brother. Always, always remember that. <laughs> remember when that Bow Wow storyline story was, uh, their way of bringing in Mercedes Monet because Jade was walking with money. It was, uh, <laughs> like I always said, he, he, he just wants to know what they were thinking, you know, what, what were they, what, what was the recipe, you know, <laughs> like, how do you pull that off? Because obviously they don't need gender matches. So like, was, was, who was Bow Wow about to bring in? Because nobody's debuted. Like, was he about to bring in fucking... Oh, Taya. Taya Valkyrie, <laughs> yeah. Like... Oh, man. Little Bow Wow. God bless. It's disgusting. The Pro Wrestling Podcast 199. Hello. Hello to you as well, mate. Shout out to Pro Wrestling Podcast. Hope you're doing good. Good dude, good dude. Shout out to him. Bull Chisholm again, another shout out as always. Um, good dude, five dollars. With all these sad cuts today, uh, but the feds and TK have told Vince you got played. We finna get you out of here. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see too much of that story because it was all what ifs. 
Yeah. You know, what it, or if so it's SEC falling and if this happens and if this happens and if this happens and then maybe this will happen and then yeah. Vince will be out of WWE. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know? I'll let y'all know right now, Vince is not getting out of there. No. <laughs> People were jumping through hoops with it. I was just like, I, I'll see it. I believe it when I see it. Like that that story is basically showing you like the complex domino setup that could yeah. possibly maybe mm-hmm. get Vince out of here, but like it's not it's not happening. Yeah, Vince is uh not report not report from PW and Zodia, so that popped me. The only thing that aggregated was the uh the walking cane bit. Yeah. So like there was more details from this from the uh the meeting. What happened like uh, earlier in the week or something, and you know, Sean done some tweets about it where it was like, you know, there was this the big employee staff meeting at, at the headquarters after the office releases, you know, like getting all the office staff mm-hmm. that basically survived all together and like addressing them and stuff, saying this is a new era, etc. And uh, Vince, there was that quote where like Vince apparently said that the company had stagnated before the merger, which is literally, <laughs> which is hilarious because it's not even like a debatable truth; like it's just a blatant <laughs> lie. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, some more details came out yesterday, and apparently, like when Vince went up to the podium, he was like trying to urge the crowd to like pop for him, like <laughs> he was like putting <laughs> his hand to his ear and that. And at one point, he was like, I'm Vince McMahon, damn it. Then <laughs> 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 when the crowd popped, like, when the staff all popped for him or whatever, he was like, that's more like it. You know? Christ. <laughs> He's a sicko, man. Wrong, He's, man. He's insane. But yeah, apparently he had a walking cane because, you know, obviously he just had his back surgeries all fucked up and he's still recovering, you know, so... Um... Yeah, <laughs> Vince... Vince is a Vince is a sick sick man, you know. Um uh Showtime Spurs, five dollars appreciated. This Athena stuff I'm seeing on the TL is incredible. Might need to get on the club again. I'm not I'm not falling I'm not fall, I'm not falling for it, AL. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having the the, not. the sweet fruit of Athena yeah. <laughs> tempting me into purchasing on the club again. <laughs> Even though I'm sure she is killing it and she's probably worth yeah. that $10, you know, it's just, you know, it's it's in a pile of other stuff for, that they're doing on Anna Club at the minute. For me to get on a Club again, there would have to be an announcement of the, like, revamp of mm-hmm. what they're doing with Ring of Honor and the future of yeah. Ring of Honor and how they approach Ring of Honor. And they would have to, like, stay in Orlando. Not Orlando. Uh, yeah, they're shooting in Orlando. They have to stay in Orlando. Not none of that fucking traveling and shit, bro. Get dark and elevation back if you want to do that shit. Yeah, that's the thing, and it's like ever since dark and elevation stopped, it's like Tony's kind of tried to mesh ROH with AEW dark, and it's like now we've got ROH dark, and it's like okay, <laughs> we've got ROH <laughs> dark, but Athena wrestles on it, so it's not complete like yeah. bombs and everyone, right. you know, it's it's fucking... they're teaming Cole Carter and Griff Garrison, which is quite funny. Their whole bits, re- it, it, I'm not saying the matches are good, but the bits are really bit. funny. It's a good bit, you know. <laughs> The milf love a bit, you know. I'm gonna have, have to watch some uh, promos and stuff. I haven't seen any of it yet. Maria's just killing the character work, but that's not a surprise because she's great. So yeah, it's a shame she got removed from the kingdom stuff. Like I know yeah, they're trying to do this cult stuff, but, like they could have kept her involved. I, I don't see how her 
involvement would take away from what's going on right I now. I think it would add to it. Like, her exactly. just, like, bitching at Cole about it would be comedy. Like, uh, her bitching at Cole, like, like treating Roddy like he's a fragile baby and stuff. Like, that would be, that would be great television, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't and know. you know she'd take some bumps for it as well. Right. Like, she's always yeah, she's done definitely, like she's, that. Yeah, she, she's game when it comes to stuff like that. And so she, obviously she'll take the bumps and you know, you can get a few pops out of that sort of stuff. But it's like, yeah, she, I think she's just, like, clearly a better talker than both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, look, I was not a big fan of all of that neck out promo they did on, uh, I think it was Collision after the match. And it was just sort of, and I think the situation was like that, and I'm thinking, well, they've kicked Maria Kanellis out of the group quietly, yeah. so I don't know where. Like I said, I think she could have contributed to this story somewhere, somehow. Um, shout out, Maria. Cool. You know, shout out Maria. Yeah, WWE releases, man. Uh, AW Dynamite. You know, we got we got Grand Slam Rampage coming up. There's been some been some exciting spoilers there. If you're uh... some exciting and some not so much. Yeah, I was gonna say if I was gonna, I was gonna say if you're a fan of it, I was gonna say no, that kind of completely ruined it. You know, <laughs> I won't say anything. It'll give too much away if I comment. So. Bro, but this is not a spoiler. Did y'all see that video of like the entire crowd doing the Prince Nana dance? Yes. That was yes. amazing, bro. So I, hope that, I hope that comes through well on TV. That shit was dope. Put me Who the fucking thought Prince Nana of the Embassy, bro, would be on national TV just over his fucking Bro, like a couple months ago, I was watching like O2 Ring of Honor. Not Prince Nana comes out for a wrestling match and you like, it's crazy where we are with him now. Right, you know? like, he's one of like the most over managers in AEW yeah. on national television. Prince Nana, <laughs> ROHOG. <laughs> like, he's like one of the ROHOGs that would hundred percent would have been like kind of forgotten about if like right, yeah. this run right now. You know, um, it's crazy to think where he was at a couple of years ago when Ring of Honor was going like basically doomed going under you know it was basically dead no dead in action yeah. um you know he, he had the embassy but like, no one was you know no one was like oh, if someone needs to sign the embassy from roh to kind of needs to get the embassy like, there was none of that yeah. when he when he, he's got his chance and one thing that's always important with a manager is that you there's, you can always take something from a segment, you know, whether it's his dance, whether it's the way he says something, whether it's this mm-hmm. or that. He leaves you something memorable without taking too much um, shine away from the person or people that he's managing. So yeah. he's been he's been really fun in the role, man. He's been really fun in the role. People take to it. A video you just mentioned, I always it's almost surreal to see like Prince Nana, you know, <laughs> out here killing it in the game. Yeah, you know, I, I only see this shit like getting more popular, bro. I don't think people are gonna get tired of this. I think it's like just gonna get more and more and more popular. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, we'll choose on five dollars again. Appreciate you. I got mad when. <laughs> I got mad when Mox did the stomp. Some people did the Seth chant. So did they all, bro. Fuck that Seth chant, And I I like Mox doing the stomp in his arsenal. I just pretend like he's not paying homage to Seth. I just, I just like, yeah, that's his move Yeah, he just loves him. But it's hard. It's hard to pretend when when y'all go, stop it. Stop it, bro. Stop. 
All right, stop. Uh, what's up? People like Seth, man. He's, Why? He's over. No, he's over. <laughs> put the put the gun on gun. I can't wait. I can't wait till Walter smokes him with a fucking power bomb. Oh my god, I'm gonna be there no matter what. Oh, that, 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 that is right? that is extremely realistic, which is yeah. you know, quite a beautiful thing because we we all look like that, you know. Even if you're the biggest Seth fan in the world, it's like Gunther's gonna, you know, Gunther needs his time, brother. You know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, someone brought up in the chat Tony doing Garcia's dance. It's oh, one of the uh, <laughs> that was that was definitely something. Tony Khan's magnum opus. <laughs> we were, like, in one of the group chats we were in, we got sent that video from, like, 12 different angles in the space of 30 <laughs> seconds because people were uploading it, and it just kept hitting the group chat over and over again. <laughs> I was like, uh, I think I saw it from every angle of that stadium. Yeah, you know, he had to get convinced to do the Daniel Garcia dance, and he tried to hit that shit. Have you, like, I'm not a dancing ass nigga, bro. I don't have the most amount of rhythm, but how do you see what DG's doing? And then your attempt to do that is what TK just did. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was. He's wild. Bro, you literally just wild. put your arms on and you just thrust your hips forward. Like, he was like, what the fuck was he doing, bro? He was all <laughs> bouncing forward. Right? Short times first as Tony Khan looked like the Nauta Dame. I'm fucking crying. Oh, Tony Khan, he's just like. He's not. I'm pretty sure he's AI or something, you know. (laughs) Yo, he um, he gave he gave people a hug yesterday at the stadium. Of course he did. (laughs) Went to the went to the press box, gave people a hug. He's so like I don't know man. You think you think you think Triple H are gonna give people a hug? <laughs> and also he yeah. is he reads his tweets apparently. This is what this is what they say. But... Triple H, you know, he'll, he, he'll go around and he'll shake hands and he'll kiss babies, you know. He'll do what he has to do, you know. Point um, his finger. But yeah, t- Tony Khan, he's just He's so he's so beautifully awkward, isn't he? <laughs> he's a character. He's a character. So, he's so at dance, man. Do you think he's you think he's like self aware about his awkwardness, or he's just like, no, nah, I'm just I'm just normal, bro. Like... I'd actually I'd actually like to ask around about that. <laughs> that is actually something I'd like to ask around about. Like, because some people are awkward and they know they're just like, yo, I'm just like I'm just an awkward ass nigga, bro. And other people are just like, no, nah, I'm just I'm just normal, bro. Like, y'all y'all yeah. just on my dick. <laughs> hmm. Tony Carr, fascinating guy. Let's see what you got. Apparently, they've got. Apparently, we've got a pay per view plan for uh, in New York at the end of the year. Yeah. So uh, I'm happy about this, bro. I'm happy about. This. I didn't. I didn't make the connection of the Arthur Ashe Stadium um, pay per view tees and the end of year pay per view tees being the same thing. I didn't make that connection until like right now. Oh. <laughs> that makes maybe, sense. Uh, maybe the maybe the one half rash and a different yeah. baby. Who knows? <laughs> like, yeah, it was sort of doing another pay per view at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, if Adam Cole, if Adam Cole is out and this Adam Cole MJF story's gone down the toilet, let's 
I'm not a New Yorker, but it's just won a big match that I'd like to see win the world title from Maxwell Jacob Friedman in New York on a pay per view. So, I don't know. I'd have to be in a. We'll get Charlie flying cross continent, you know, for that one. Um, I mean, I'm already going to full gear, so. Which full gear again? LA? LA. I've just ended up going to California three times this year. Here's here's what it is. I've never been there before. What was the second one? Uh, I did Bola and then Revolution was in San Francisco. Oh, Revolution. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. All right, that makes sense. I remember Bowler vividly. I remember because you met up with Alexa, didn't you? Um, yes, I met up with Alexa in for Revolution as well. I think you maybe you just didn't take enough pictures, you know. I feel like I posted about it a lot. I mean, I'm also <laughs> meeting up with Alexa <laughs> for um, we're staying together for Full Gear. So, yeah, God bless. You have a good time, you know. You'll be fine. Uh, we'll choose them. Again, $4, keeping us going. What's up with AEW fans doing this Seth Rollins chant and LA Knight chant? Listen, bro, well, people who aren't even wrestling fans will be doing the LA Knight chant in six yeah. months. Just give it time, brother. You know, we're taking over the Tribalism world. is not as popular as Twitter makes it out to be. A lot of people Absolutely are just wrestling not. fans. Like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of those people that go to the AEW shows do also, like, know what WWE is and watch it and go to the shows when they're in the area. Like, people just like live wrestling. Like, Jericho yeah. versus Sammy was peak viewership. I did it. No, it wasn't. I've won. No, it was. Send me the chat. What was Ibu waffling on about? I don't know. He, bro, Ibu doesn't even know how to work his phone. You think he knows how to read numbers? I just saw the tweet wrestling. It, it does pop me like ever since Twitter blew. Like he tries doing like these writing breakdown tweets. It's like, <laughs> all right, bro. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yo, and, and, and everybody's like, they, they like, they pop off for him too. The tweets bang. And I'm just like, all right, man. Like, why are y'all, why are y'all supporting Ibu's nonsense? But I'm not seeing enough pens in the chat. Put the fucking pens in the chat for the same. Where are you seeing this tweet? Uh, Drake right, so, uh, just tweeted out from Wrestleomics. Ibu tweeted that the quarter, three quarter hours reached over a million. Quarter two wow. with Kingston Claudio. Quarter eight uh, and the overrun, which is the final 19 minutes of MJF and Samoa Joe. And from non voted to 10 million, the main bank gained viewers and peaked at 1.01 million and a 0.37 per WrestleNomics. Alright, WrestleNomics um, shit says, uh, peak viewership was 1.017 million in quarter four for the Jericho Guevara angle. Uh, quarter eight, featuring MJF versus Samoa Joe, drew 1.014 million and quarter three, I mean, I'm sorry, quarter two, with 1.004 million for the Eddie Claudio finish. So we just have, we just have Ibu just. I think that it's really promising in the sense that you had like a peak at the start of the show, a peak in the middle of the show, and a peak at the end yeah, of the show. Yeah, you know, um, that's good shit. And that's how you that end up really with. They, they, drew, they did draw, they drew a better number than they drew last year. Yeah. It's not quite yeah. the peak AEW numbers where it's like we are going to beat Raw next week, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's you know it, it was a good number, man. Of course, obviously, it's you know you could uh, you could make the argument this is AEW's biggest TV of the year, you know. Of course, you could, yeah. but 
Still, like, the number 0.36, just under a million average viewers. Yeah, uh, that's really good for them, considering like where cable TV is at and that. Like, I'm not someone that like looks at the numbers in that, but like, literally anyone that talks about it in depth, they're always like, "This is the equivalent of them doing a million in like 2021." Oh yeah, no, yeah because of like the percentages going down in that, like overall for TV. Well, so. Melton tweeted that AEW beat the number two program by over 71%. Yeah, and the number two program was Real Housewives. So So them them dominating television last night and and people still going like, no million? Like, it just shows you, like, it's just like, you know. And and AEW fans, like, like, and it's it's the opposite, too. It's the opposite as well. Like, even when I'm trolling, trolls are going to troll. That's something you have to, like, react to it or get upset. Just like trolls troll, bro. It is what it is. They, I, they don't know what they're talking about. Except for me, who knows what I'm talking about. Like when I said that SmackDown got kicked off of network television. That was great shit. Yeah. Uh, big deals getting made, you know. Waiting on the AEW billion dollar deal. It looks like, going, it looks like, <clears throat> looks like the max deal is like basically like you know, like I said, it's been, it's been pretty much as far as concern, uh, confirmed in my head ever since it was reported that right. All In was supposed yeah. to be airing on some form of HBO, HBO Max, but they just couldn't like figure it out in time. That tells you, obviously, that you know it's it's imminent that they're going to figure something out. Um, and now it comes out that HBO Max is adding like a sports tier to the package. It's going to be an extra ten dollars a month or something like that, and. Uh, yeah, it's, it seems like everything's lining up for AEW to end up on on Max and get a nice deal there. So, mm-hmm. like I said, with 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 that in mind, with all the TV hours at the dudes, like Tony's gotta be thinking he can get a billion out of AEW now. You know, yeah. out of this next TV deal. Then on top of that, you got all the other things. Like, if they can get the live events tickets moving, you know, right. yeah. you get you get all the profit off those gates. Um, the, the, game, the, game, the fight forever game. I know. To, I think Tony said that he's already made money off it or something. But that game, I don't believe. I mean, even if you did, <laughs> even if you did make money off of that, Tony, you should be ashamed of yourself for what you watch. I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you how many people are playing um fight forever right now on, on PC. PC. Yeah. I'm about to show you right now. Like on Seventeen. <laughs> it was literally nineteen earlier this week. <laughs> It was literally 19 years. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. I remember when the Reddit thread came out like like a month ago at this point, and there's like, yeah, there's like 16 people online right now. I was like, fuck. It's pretty unfortunate. Uh, it's good shit, man. It's good shit. It's a good, it was a good rib, you know? <laughs> Bro, I believed for a little bit. Like, at, at the beginning, I was like, I don't know, man. But then I believed, and then it's just... Like I said, it was a good bit. What the fuck you know? <laughs> Remember AEW fought forever, you know? Good if it had come out, like, initially with cross-play, it probably would have survived longer. Yeah. I haven't bought it. Like, it's going to be so cheap when Black Friday rolls around in November that I'll probably be able to pick it up for, like, a tenner. So I'll probably buy it then. Yeah, play a little bit of Stadium Stampede with the boys, yeah. you know? I even heard that isn't all that though, that, that game of Stadium Stampede. Because when I was looking at the game, I was like, well, when that Stadium Stampede comes out, like, that looks kind of fun. You know, like a, 
like a pro wrestling game version mm. of Fortnite, you know? Mm. <laughs> um, well, apparently that's not, obviously I've not played it, so I can't say myself from experience, but apparently even that game mode is not anything, uh, anything crazy. Mm. And if it feels I, like they had lost the vision of what they wanted the game to originally be. <clears throat> the thing that surprised me is like the lack of uh, like modding and create a wrestler yeah. and all the different things you can make. Because that's like what carries 2K, like WWE 2K, like through the yeah. year. Like, yeah, you get the initial buzz when it drops. Because, like, of course, yeah. there's all the promo that goes into it. People yeah. want to play the new game, the new wrestlers on it, whatever the reason may be. So you always okay. want to get that at launch. Fight Forever is up right now. It's 26 people currently. It's up. It's up wow. from the nineteen people that were currently playing when I checked earlier this week. Um, mm. at the average in the last oh, trajectory, brother. The average in the last thirty days is thirty-six players. So I don't believe and that's, that. That I think that includes right. the DLC drop that just happened. So let me see how many people are currently playing WWE Two K. That's so bad at promo in it as well. Like whenever anything gets updated. It's just not that. It's just not their wheelhouse. Like, obviously, oh. I understand the ambition behind behind like wanting to do it, especially when you've got people like Kenny who like are really pushing for you to like do this as a project. Yeah. But, um, you know, not I all elite wrestling. They're not. You know, they're not. It's not like it's not like you know soccer or NFL. Or, you know, like these <sighs> franchises that are used to working with game companies and putting yeah. out games with them. You know. Um, 2K19's got him beat, brother. WWE 2K19 currently has 27 people playing. Fucking hell. But, 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 good news. AEW Fight Forever has them beat in the 30-day average by two players. 2K19, you know. <laughs> 2K19? Like, why is it so bad? 23, why are 27 people still playing WWE 2K19? It's probably, it's not, what has that actually brought the point for? Because so like, people just mod the fuck out of them, don't they? Yeah, they, just, yeah. they just do weird shit on them. It's like, um, it's like back in the day, I remember when people used to just play the old Call of Duties because you could just like edit the shit out of them and you could yeah. mod them and you could do all this different stuff on them because they were old and it, not, all the geeks have already figured it out. Um... But yeah, in terms of like accessibility, it don't seem like Fight Forever is like that fun for like the mudders, the geeks, yeah. the people that really get in there and like make these like cool little, you know, creator wrestlers and all this sort of stuff that they do on there. So I don't know, man. I don't know. But I think it's pretty I don't think it makes us haters to say that the game's been a bit of a flop, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I want. I wanted it to be good, bro. I was ready to spend my seventy dollars. I was ready to spend my hundred dollars on the elite edition. Thank God I didn't. But I'm ready to do it, bro. But all right, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam Dynamite was a good show, man. Good show. Like I said, the moves a lot of late tickets and. The atmosphere, especially for the open, I love the atmosphere for the open. Yeah. The, uh, there was good, there was good crowd moments throughout the show, man. It was a good time, good matches. Obviously, best wishes to John Moxley and Adam Cole, yeah. and of course, best wishes to all the WWE talents and NXT talents and PC talents that have been unfortunately released today. And um, best wishes to the office, the office people that got released for WWE as well yeah. since the merger, because you know no one wants to see this stuff happening, even. Like me and I were saying, like, even if 
you know, no one deserves to be released. And even if someone less surprising than others, do you know what I mean? It's still, it's still not nice to see regardless, you know. Um, but, you know, I guess it's one of the unfortunate things that does happen with WWE in particular. Um, hopefully there isn't too many more releases, but who knows at this point in time. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, myself and Joe Hulbert. Uh, after I've had a good chance to get all my news notes together, read the Observer, and there's been a lot of stuff going on. We only touched on the releases and Dynamite really today. Uh, we <laughs> buried Fight Forever for about five minutes as well, but you know, we more of like the newsy subjects we'll get into tomorrow with myself and Joe. Uh, maybe sometime in the afternoon, but sometime in the daytime anyway. So keep an eye on the Twitter page. Of course, we'll keep you updated with when we're going live. Um, I'm not sure if we're doing on Puris tomorrow, but like I said, as always, keep an eye on the Twitter page. I'll keep you updated. And um, yeah, man, I appreciate everyone. Please like the video. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Appreciated all the super chats. Please turn on our post notifications. And uh, yeah, from myself, Ayor, Charlie, appreciate you all for watching. And uh, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.